How is everybody doing out there tonight? Welcome to BGTV. I am excited about this episode, and I just want to say Merry Christmas to everyone out there because this is going to be our last show this year because we are taking off of Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve, and then we're going to be launching BGTV Studios coming up in the beginning of January. You want to stay tuned for more of that. We'll be posting some videos out there to tell you more about what that is. Really, what BGTV Studios is going to be is BGTV is more than just my show. God's put it on my heart to open it up to serve other pastors, ministers, evangelists, missionaries, uh, just people out there that have words that God has put in their heart to get out to the world. We're going to be opening up this studio for more people to be airing their show, their podcast out to the world. And so there's going to be a lot more shows on BGT BGTV coming up. So you might have some on Monday night, some on Thursday night, some on Sunday night. So we'll continue to see how God grows the channel, but it has been amazing to watch how many people have wanted to join. And so I know I've got some awesome men of God that are going to be joining in and doing a weekly show every week coming up in January. So stay tuned for more about that. But tonight is just going to be special. Um, it's going to be awesome. Uh, we have a special guest I'm going to introduce in a minute. But first, before she gets too fussy, I wanted Hope to come over here and tell everybody Merry Christmas. Hope, come on over here. We got Hope and um, I see Miss Tracy. I see Bob. I see Garrett watching. And uh, we're going to say, hey, here is Hope right here. Oh, she's sleeping? Oh, she's sleeping. Say hey to everybody, Hope. Say hey. Say I'm a sleeping daddy. But this is what I wanted to share really quick. It's, it's Christmas time, and there is a, a, a verse that Hope wants to read to everybody. And this verse is Luke chapter 2, verse 11 through 12. It comes when um, the birth of Jesus is coming on the scene, and the, uh, and the angels show up to the shepherds. They show up to the shepherds out in the field, and this is the verse right here. It says, Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. How in the world could a baby like Hope sitting right here wrapped up in a blanket, wrapped up in clothes. How could this be a sign that it was the Messiah? How could a baby wrapped in clothes, lying in a manger, be a sign that that was the Messiah? This is what's so cool. I wanted you to see. I've always looked at that verse and was like, why in the world is that a miracle? You say, you'll see a sign. It'll be a miracle that there'll be a baby wrapped in clothes, lying in a manger. Here's why. It's because those shepherds they were uh, supposedly some of the priestly shepherds. There have been some of the shepherds that were near Bethlehem at a place called Migdal. And at Migdal was the watchtower in that area to look over all the flock, over all the sheep. And in the lower part of the watchtower is where the Passover lambs would be birthed. So um, some specific ewes would be brought there to birth these Passover lambs. And when, the, when they were birthed, when they came out with no spots, no blemishes, they would take the lamb and they would wrap the Passover lamb in a blanket, in swaddling clothes, and then they would put the Passover lamb in a manger. Here's why. It's because the Passover lamb, it says in the Bible, could not be bruised. It couldn't have a broken bone. So they would wrap the Passover lamb and lay the lambs in a manger, and they would let the lambs continue to grow up to be the Passover lamb. So when 
the angels came to the shepherds. They said, you'll see the sign that this is the Messiah because he'll be wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger, and that they, they would know that that baby was the Passover lamb that was going to be sacrificed for all of Israel, for all the people, and for everyone that put their faith in the Messiah. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that an amazing thing? When I heard that, I was like, wow, that is so cool. So I wanted to bring Hope on the show tonight, and she, she got her eyes open now. Say hey to everybody, baby. And uh, I wanted to see you to see this. as a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes. There was a baby that was birthed on this into this world, his name was Jesus, and he was laid in a manger, and that was for a reason, because he was laid in a manger in the area where Passover lambs were birthed, and Jesus is the Passover lamb. He's the one that was sacrificed for all of our sins, and so for me and Haley and Hope, we just want to say Merry Christmas to everybody out there, and we hope you have a Happy New Year coming up. So Haley, come over here and uh, grab a Hope right here. You got her. Good job, Hope. You did good tonight. And I see Pastor Bo's just joined in. Pastor Bo, we love you. Can't wait for your show coming up on BGTV Studios coming up in January. And uh, tonight is a special night, and um, I do have a special guest here in the studio with me besides Hope and Haley. There's a, a great friend of ours that I want you to put your hands together, and I want you to welcome Abby Smith. Abby, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. I know that you love Christmas. Yes. And so um, I know that you love Christmas, and you have helped Haley so much so many times to decorate our house, and so thank you for that. And um, why do you love Christmas so much? I don't know. It's just always kind of been my favorite. I mean, I start decorating in October after <laughs> maybe before Halloween, definitely right after. Um, oh, gosh, my, that's where Haley gets it from. Yes. yes. It, my birthday is the beginning of November. It marks the beginning of the holiday season, yes. and I celebrate Fully. See, so. that's where I made a compromise with Haley. I was like, Haley, my birthday is November 16th. I said, let's just not put up Christmas stuff till after my birthday. Yeah. And so that's kind of our, our, our point there that we try to do that. So, um, but you, I know you love Christmas. Hey, me and Haley watched some Christmas movies today. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, that's, I mean, are we talking Hallmark? No, <laughs> well, <laughs> no I would probably say I love the Santa Claus. Yes, those are good. That we, one is just the original is probably one of my favorites. Yes, me and Haley watched Home Alone today. That's one of my favorites. Um, you can, it's one of those movies I can quote every word. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, but uh, Merry Christmas to everybody out there. Merry Christmas to you and to your family and to all your friends. But um, so let's jump right into it tonight. You, We were talking earlier and you said that being the Christmas season, that you had been um, reading through the Christmas story and that God had started giving you some more revelations and some just more um, wisdom and nuggets about some of the characters that you find in the Christmas story. So just tell us what God's been sharing with you through the Christmas story. Yeah, so I just, I don't know, I just wanted this year to be different. So I felt like at the beginning of the year, like normally I don't have a verse for the year, but I feel like God gave me a verse in the beginning of January um, and it was Ephesians 3, 20 and 21, um, how that, you know, he will do immeasurably more for us according to his work that, and power that wow. is working in us. Wow. Um, more than what we can even ask or imagine. And so, I don't know, just kind of, I've been, it's been a different year, I yeah. guess you would say. Yeah. And kind of, I didn't want this Christmas season to be like any other. Sure. Like, I'm just kind of bored with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, you hear the Christmas story and 
I mean, it's so familiar to us right. that you just glaze over it. And so, yeah. um, I don't know. I just, I wanted something different. Yeah. I wanted to see it in a new light. Absolutely. Um, and so I don't know. I've always, if, if you know me and hear me talk, I love faith and I love the idea of it. And I feel like that God has given me that ability to have a lot of faith. And I yes. don't really know why, but I do. And that's why and, we titled tonight Persevering Faith, because <laughs> Abby has persevering faith. And we'll get into that more in a moment. So keep going. But yeah, so like I was thinking about just the different characters and Mary always sticks out to me as someone that's really underrated, I feel like, yeah. in the Bible. I mean, you <laughs> yeah. don't, you know, in the heroes of faith and um, Hebrews, um, you don't really see her name. You don't right. really hear much about her besides from the birth of Jesus. Right. I mean, she's mentioned, obviously, sure. several times, but that's the iconic moment for yeah, her. absolutely. And I was thinking about it, and, you know, we were talking from the Old Testament to the New Testament. There's 400 years in there, Yeah, right? absolutely. 400, 400 years between the Old Testament and the New Testament. That's and right. And God hasn't spoken to wow. anyone. Wow. And in Matthew and then in Luke, when you first hear the Christmas story, which is the beginning, the birth of Jesus, which kind of launches the whole New Testament. Yes. That's the first time that you see an angel come to speak to someone on earth for over 400 years. Wow. So imagine being Mary standing there and someone comes <laughs> yeah. to you and says, you're blessed and highly favored. And you're like, uh, um, what does that mean? Are uh, you yeah, sure, sure you got yeah. the right person? Yeah. And second of all, am I crazy? Because there's been nothing like this for, I mean, that would be oh, yeah. like, that would be like it coming and happening now. Absolutely. And people would be like, you're, they, what would they think about you? you right. Know? Like, Are they going to believe you? Yeah. Right. And yeah. Mary had those same type yeah. things, which is, I think, is why God provided her with the shelter of Elizabeth, because yeah. the people didn't understand what yeah. the angel That's told true. her, because it wasn't natural. It wasn't the, right. it wasn't the right order of the way that things mm. were supposed to happen. That's good. But God doesn't always work in that way, because yeah. that the right order is us. Yeah, it's a system that comes that's just kind of made, and it's like a, you know, it's like with this culture that is existing out there, it becomes like the right way to do things, and a lot of times when God comes on the scene, it's really Him speaking. It's out of the norm. Right. It's out of the box to, to culture, and this is what Mary is experiencing. Yeah, and so I just love that, that idea of thinking of her being there and having to experience that. And yeah. then the amount of faith that it took for her to hold on to that dream or that mm. promise. And I feel like it's an example and a picture of how we're supposed to be when God gives us a promise or a dream mm. and that, you know, she kind of kept it to herself. God told her who she could share it with and he shared it on her behalf to Joseph and, wow. you know, even Elizabeth, because like John leaped, yeah, in her womb. Yeah, so like yeah. she didn't even have to really express it. She just had to hold on to it and believe it. Wow. And the faith that it takes to carry that promise is kind of the faith mm. that we're supposed to have to bring about the promises and the gifts and dreams and birth those that God gives us. Wow. Like I feel the presence of God in here tonight. That That is so powerful. I can tell that you opened up the Bible seeking to find the Lord in it. Like you said, we can... We can open up the Christmas story or any story in the Bible and just glaze through it because we heard it a million times, but I can tell that you were spending time with the Lord, listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit. That That's so powerful. What she's saying there is that th that Mary had some faith there that represents the faith that we need to birth what God has put on the inside of us. And I think that there's a lot of us out there that we feel like sometimes crazy because we like, have I heard God? Like there is some things I know that are on the inside of me that I know God wants to birth through me and do some amazing things for his kingdom. And 
And it's like, but everybody's going to think I'm crazy. Everybody, you know, and, and then when things don't happen, you know, or you think, man, it's going to be this year and it doesn't happen this right. year, you know, and it, it could be big things like ministry things or big, big dreams you have. It could be desires in your life that you have. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, me and Haley had desire to have a child for years and years and years and had to hold on to that dream right. and keep having faith that that God was going to show up. And he always shows up in the time it's right for him, but it, sometimes it don't make sense for you. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, because society will tell you to rush it. Yes. So it'll be like, okay, well, it's not happening the way that you thought that it was supposed mm. to happen. Or, all right, you gave God his time, so now it's time for you to help God. And that's not, God doesn't need our help. Yes. Like, we're, who are we to help God? Absolutely. You know, one thing I've learned, too, is that when God is birthing something in you, or if he's birthing something through somebody, that a lot of times it's not what you would have dreamed up. It's definitely not how you would have done it, but it's more than likely it's not even how you would have dreamed up, what you would have dreamed up. Like, for instance, this that we're doing right now, BGTV, I never would have ever thought that I would be doing this. One, I can barely do a Facebook post and an email. So why in the Lord would God call me to do a media ministry? Right. He gets all the glory. That's it. I mean, sure enough, he gets every bit of the glory because I don't even know how to do any of this. And um, But, you know, so if you're out there and you find yourself like God's calling me to do something, but I just don't know if this is what if I can do it, but you see God guiding you there, I just want to encourage you to, to go after it, but God has put on your heart, even if it's not what you would have dreamed up, because more than likely that's what it, when God shows up on the scene, it's something that you haven't dreamed up because it's him. Every time in my life that I've made a big transition, like a you know something that God's calling me to go do, and I, I'm not just saying this. I'm, I'll say from when I was 20 years old on. Every time that there was a big transition in my life where I was taking another step in my life, I never saw it coming. Yeah, I would always have these dreams of thinking, "This is where I'm headed. This is where I'm headed. This is where I'm headed. Or this is where I want to go." Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it was God saying, "No, I want you to do this." Right. And then I'd be like, "What?" And then it's just crazy. So I, I love that. It kind of brings me back again to that, where I've been thinking on that verse from Ephesians, immeasurably more. It's like we mm. can ask him, but he wants to do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine. So what does that mean? That means that we'll, we bring our desires to him, but he wants to do more. That's why it doesn't look the way that we think it's supposed to look, I think, a lot of the times. That's a good word. I've never heard it put quite like that. We have this dream and how we want it to go, but God sees it immeasurably more so there's no way yeah. that we can see that. Because we can't, yeah. I mean, we, we don't have the perspective that he has. Mm. Like his, yeah. his, when we say his ways are higher, yeah. they're because they're different than ours. Wow. Like they're just, he sees so much more so mm. he can put us on the right path. And that kind of makes me think of the wise man too, where we were talking about like how they followed the, the star to Bethlehem to see Jesus, yeah. but they didn't really know where they were going because mm. they first, they ended up going, um, you know, and through, and they ran into King Herod, yep. who was trying to stop it. Well, if they knew where they were supposed to go the mm. whole way, then that's not where the way they would have gone. You know, they would have gone around it. That's yeah. That's but good. when you're following God, He'll give you like a star or a destination, but you're following blindly almost. You're like, oh okay, gosh. I think I'm supposed to go this way. Okay, maybe it's this way, and that's why they just kind of kept going, and they followed Him, and they got to Him, and they knew when they got to Him, they knew that wow. they were there, but. You don't always know the whole journey. That's so good. I mean, she's speaking right to me. If she's speaking to you, somebody comment, let us know, because this is speaking to my heart. I'm in the middle of a journey right here with this whole BGTV. Guys tell me, hey, take this to BGTV Studios. 
I don't know what this means. I don't know where we're going, but you know what I want to do is follow the star. And that star represents the voice of the Holy Spirit in our lives. For the wise men, it was a direct star in the sky. For us, it's just a star. It's inside of our heart. It's a voice of the Holy Spirit. And, you know, for a new, when, when God's birthing something new in you, you don't really have a, 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 a map to go by. You know what I'm saying? It's like... Yeah, you don't well, get the full playbook. Yeah, you don't get a full playbook. <laughs> You're trailblazing. You're literally, when God's birthing something new, a new wineskin, a new something on the scene, you literally just have to stay close to God every single day and follow his steps and follow him just like the wise men were doing. And um, so if you're out there and God's got something inside of you that you are you feel that's coming to be birthed and it's going to happen, you feel like it's happening soon, you, you, you can't see how it's going to happen. Just stay close to God, hear his voice, and be obedient because it's obedience that brings about what God wants to birth. I was walking at my, so I, I work at Icon, Icon yeah. Trust. We sell golf carts. You know, God's so cool. He gave me a, a, a job selling golf carts. I love playing <laughs> right. golf, you know. So, but, you know, Adam and Eve, when they were in the garden, they were um, walking and talking with God in the cool of the day in their garden. But God called them to work that garden, right? So at my work, um, I call it my garden. And so there is sometimes when there's, you know, when nobody's there and there's no customers coming in. Um, I just literally, I just kind of walk, and I call it my garden. I just walk in the garden and talk to God. And the other day, I was just walking with him and talking with him. And I was like, God, what are you wanting to do with BGTV? What are you wanting to do in, in my life? Because I really, like, and I know you do. And that's why one of the reasons I have you on the show is because I know your heart, and I know you want to reach as many people possible for, for God. And inside of me, that's what I want to see. But yeah. I'm, I'm at a place now, you know, we've been through ministries that, you know, we went from ten to ten thousand, and we've seen God do some amazing things, and we've seen we've seen what God can do, and we've also seen what man can do. Right. And I'm I'm so to the point, Abby, where I don't want to do anything unless it's God directing me to do it. I don't want to put any of my energy into anything unless I know it's God. And the other day, God was just like, I was gonna do, I was gonna take a direction, and God was like, Brad, that's what man would do. He said, but. This is what God would do. And he began to speak to me. And he's like, this is what I would do. And so he's, he thinks so differently. And he's like, yeah. you know, I want to, I've been wanting to build something for a long time, but man always gets in the way. And we get in the way because we hear something from him, and then we take off and run 100 miles an hour without listening anymore to right. him. And so when you were saying that about the wise man, that really spoke to me is simply just follow the star. It'll lead you to Jesus yeah. right at his feet, and you'll be exactly where you need to be. That's powerful. Yeah. Well, that's kind of where I feel like I am, like, on my journey, just kind of figuring out, like, I don't know, this year it's just been a different year, and just realizing I don't want to be complacent anymore. Right. I just feel like, and, you know, Christmas time's a good time to reflect. I feel like that's part of the reason I love Christmas so much is just everybody just seems to always be in such a good mood, you know? Yeah. And I think it's, we, we all kind of let go of the worries that we have carried, and we have hope that mm. there's a new year coming, and that there is going to be some exciting things happening, no matter what we've kind of faced over this past year, or how hard it's been, or anything like that. And I think that's why I love Christmas because everybody just feels a little bit lighter and a little bit happier. Um, But yeah, I mean, you're just kind of like walking through and trying to figure out like, it's not what you expected. Like my life's Mm. not what I expected, Yeah. but I don't want to make it happen. Wow. Yeah. No, that's good. I mean, and I think that God honors that, you know, and you don't want to make it happen. You're going to end up with what God has designed for you. And I'm just going to speak in your life for yeah. a moment. I feel like God's getting ready to really 
um, unveil some things into your life that you've been um, that he's going to begin to birth things in you because you've waited on him and you haven't made it happen. So I feel like this new year is a transition year mm-hmm. for you. Um, and he's going to begin to him to make things happen in yeah. your life because he sees that he honors that. And I think that, I, that there's only a few people out there that will wait on him. Right. You know what I'm saying? And he will wait. If we wait on him, he will do some amazing things through us. And so I'm excited to see what God's about to do inside of you. So let me ask you this. We call this um, persevering faith. So of all the things that you have been through, how do you think that your faith has persevered through it all? Um, I mean, it's just staying true to him. So, um, even this year, it's kind of been an up and a down. I've really had to trust him and it's been like, he kind of named it like a year of faith for me, mm-hmm. but like, I feel like I had no faith. <laughs> there was a lot of stuff. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people can relate going through with their job. Like there was a time, um, where they kind of came something, something very suddenly with my job and thought I was going to be like fired and without pay for a while and so I really had to trust him and I think when we were when I went through experiencing God he talked about how like you know God on the like there's a lot of names of God but you get to know him by those names as you experience him in different things and like I learned this year he is my provider wow like I knew he was because I've experienced it before but it Mm. was a different level of it yeah and so, like, I really had to trust him that I was going to have rent <laughs> to yeah, pay for it. Like, because I had moved to a new city and I was getting a dog, and there's a lot of responsibility and money that go with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, just being that, and uh, I just had to, to trust him. And I don't always feel like I have persevering faith, but I've always, even if I don't feel it, I always know that he's there. And I yes. know that he has good things and so I think it's just always kind of just that solid ground like Mm. I had built such a solid relationship with God that where it says in the Bible you know if you have that solid rock foundation that no matter what comes so even if you don't feel like it like you can always know and go back on that and I think that's just slowly come over time um Mm. it's not always super strong yeah um but I think I can always have faith because I have him as my foundation that's so good. And I love the word you said, um, even though I don't feel like it. And I think there's a lot of times when we're out there where we go, you know what? I, I don't feel like following God. I don't yeah. feel like living for God. I don't feel like, you know, not giving in to this temptation or I feel like going to do my own thing. Right. You know, it's like even the, the I think really the measure of a, a, a true Christian that follows God all the way throughout their days is someone who understands that you're not always going to feel like following Jesus or listening to him, following the star, following his voice, but, and you're not always going to feel close to him. You're always going to, but, but knowing that he's there with you, like you said, he's your provider, he's your protector, he's your God, he's, he's everything. And that when you learn that you can just stay close to him, even in the dark times. Well, you have to learn too, that feelings are fake. That's good. Like your feelings will lead you in places that you don't want to go, but you have to you have to guide your feelings. Like your feelings are part of your flesh. And so wow. you have to learn not to let that lead you. Wow. And so like, yes, you don't feel like it, but you do it anyway. And then you feel like it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, it, it comes on the back end. It's yeah. like, you know, you get through it and you're like, oh, 
glad I did it, glad I stayed the, the course. And, um, you know, persevering faith is something that we all are looking for. And so maybe you're out there and you're trying to persevere through a financial need, like you're talking about trying to have rent for this apartment, yeah. um, you know, or you're trying to have persevere through marriage. You know, me and Haley went through a time in our marriage. We're 12 years into our marriage, but every no marriage is perfect, you know, and there was a time in our life where we went through a, a, a time where we had to persevere through that relationship and, and just hang on and knowing that God was in control and that God's going to take care of us. And if we just hang on to our faith in the Lord and learn to forgive each other and learn to to um, not let bitterness and anger and resentment in any relationship out there seep in. So I feel like there's some people out there, especially at Christmas time, let's speak into these people real quick. I think there's some fa- people out there that have some um, issues with some family members. Maybe they're, they're not wanting to go see them. I want to speak into that real quick and saying, you know what, allow the Lord to remove the bitterness, the anger, the resentment, the unforgiveness, and let this Christmas season be a season where you can go and forgive those people and begin to grow close to your family again. Um, I was watching the the great movie Home Alone today, right. you know, and uh, Kevin McAllister is scared of his neighbor, the shovel slayer, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and the shovel slayer has been rumored to be a bad guy, but he's really not. Kevin meets him in the church and finds out he's a nice guy. And the guy, and he's like, what's going on? What, what, I thought you were the shovel slayer. And he's like, no. And and he began to talk, and he said, you know, I'm here to see my granddaughter practice choir because I can't come to the main concert because my son won't let me and won't let me come see him because we got into a fight years ago, and um, we, now we said we didn't want to see each other, and we hadn't seen each other since. And you could tell he just really wanted to see his son. He really wanted that Christmas to be special. And so um, Kevin just talks to him and says, well, why don't you give him a call? Why don't you call him? And and fight through all the feelings and fight through all the things. He said, but I'm scared. I'm afraid that he won't want to talk to me, won't want to see me. He said, and Kevin, the great counselor at eight years old <laughs> says, well, you'll never know unless you try. Right. And so um, I think there's some people out there tonight. God put this on my heart to share tonight because it's Christmas season. We're about to step into a season where you might be around some people that you're like, man, I don't want to be around them. They've done some things to me or I've done some things to them. And, and our relationship's not where it needs to be. But I'm going to ask you to persevere through that and have some faith in God that God can remove things in that relationship. You can start all over. And from the great counselor of Kevin in Home Alone, just you'll never know unless you try. Don't be afraid to just go out there. Maybe call your dad, call your mom, call a sister, brother, cousin, grandparent, whoever it may be, grandchild, and restore that relationship in this moment, in this Christmas season, because that's what God loves more than anything is when relationships are restored, because that's what God can do. So we believe on this podcast tonight that we just want to help inspire you to have faith that'll persevere even through a bad relationship that could be in your family, it could be in marriage, it could be anything, maybe even in your relationship with God. You just kind of walked away from the Lord for a little bit because maybe somebody hurt you or maybe somebody you've been blaming God for something, but this is the moment in this season. You can you can choose to put it all down, and at the end of the movie, you watch how Kevin is looking out the window, and you can see how he had called his son. They had mended their relationship, and it was a happy Christmas, and it just kind of brought a smile to your heart, you know? And I think there's a lot of people out there that are going yeah. through something like that, and, and me and you and Haley who's in here in the studio with us tonight. And we, we've all been through things in our lives where we've been spiritually wounded. Um, it could be people that we looked up to. It could be other friends in, in ministry or, or whatever. But can you speak to people out there that maybe have um, a relationship that, that 
you know, they got wounded from or and that in, in how you've persevered in your faith with the Lord to keep going, even though you were wounded by people you trusted, yeah. uh, wounded uh, by friends that you loved and but you stayed close to the Lord through it all. Yeah, um, I remember there was a really pivotal moment when we had kind of gone through um, something like a, r- a really big shaking and. I had um, I had this thought kind of come across my mind, like, what if none of it's real? What if God's not real? What if wow. I've never heard of him? What if, like, heaven's not real? What if none yeah. of it's real? And my t- I remember I was had worship on the TV, and it took me from, like, the TV to my door, which was probably about three steps of thinking that to realizing, okay, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so kind of just... What I had to do is I had to go back to the basics. So I had to go back to remember that what was real. Mm. And that kind of allowed me to forgive. And it wasn't like a one-time forgiveness, like how you were talking about. It was a continual forgiveness for me that happened over several days, several weeks, whenever I would try to think on it or something bad was brought to mind. Not going to sing Elsa and let it go, but I mean, I would just like... Why not? Come on. um, There's something, you know, action... Faith is action. And so yes. for me, like I throw away my thoughts sometimes, oh, come on. like put action to it. And I feel like I would just kind of always like, just, just say I would forgive, forgive yeah. whenever I would think on mm. that person or some memory would be brought up. I would yeah. just always be like, Oh, I forgive them. Wow. I forgive them. And That's that good. forgiveness. Um, and I would say it either if in a whisper, if I couldn't say it out loud or I would say it out loud because I I wanted the atmosphere to hear it. I wanted yeah. my heart to hear it, but I also wanted the devil to hear it yeah. because he was the one Come that on. kept bringing up those thoughts and wanting me to have that bitterness and forgiveness because that offense, that fence would block mm. the relationship that I was trying to have with God. Wow. And so I was clearing, I felt like I had to clear the atmosphere a lot yeah. and that, but it was a continual thing. And then after, I don't know, it just... After time, yeah. it was just like, I forgive them. Like, yeah. you're just done with it. So yeah. I think it does take time. I don't think some, I mean, things sometimes it is easier than others. Yes. And it can happen in like a quick one time, mm-hmm. I forgive you. But it's a start. And I think that's important to know because you'll like forgive someone and you'll try to move on. And then you'll be like, well, there it still is. And wow. it, you have to be, you're always in a process. You're in a continual walk and you have to continually mm. do it. But that will break it down not only in you. And when we hold on to that, it hurts us more. I mean, it's not hurting them. They're yeah, living their own right, life. That's right. So, I mean, it, it's forgiveness is for us. Come on. That's good. It's so good. I, I, I found that God helped me to put it this way, is that a lot of times when we are asked to forgive, we're like, well, I'm going to let them off the hook for what they've done. And then God put it, he showed me, he said, no, when you forgive somebody, you're not letting them off the hook. You're putting them on God's hook. You know what I'm saying? You're taking them off of your hook. You know what I'm saying? Because we have them on a hook. We've hung them there, and this is what they've done to us. And God said, no, just take them off of your hook, and then he puts them on his hook. Because, you know, he said, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. And so forgiveness, like you said, a lot of times is about us. It's for us so that we get released from that prison of darkness that we've been carrying and the bitterness and anger and all that that comes with it. And, um, you know, here at Christmas time, I I, want to put it like this, um, is... Imagine, uh, let's see, how many letters are in the word forgive? Is that seven? Okay, so imagine seven gifts under the tree, all right? And each gift is one of the letters of forgive, so F-O-R-G-I-V-E, okay? 
So this is the way that I look at, this is the way I've learned forgiveness, because it's hard, it's hard, but this is a part of persevering faith, because like you said, the enemy is trying, what God's, what the enemy's trying to do more than anything is drive a wedge between the bride of Christ and, and, and God. Yeah. And, and so if he can use offense or bitterness or anger or unforgiveness, he'll do that because he's really after your relationship with the Lord. And so forgiveness is one of those things that we have to continue to offer and it's so confusing because a lot of times we're out there and we're like, well, I've already forgiven them, but why am I still struggling with this pain or this hurt or this anger or this bitter, all this stuff? And this is the way that I've been dealing with it over the years is that, you know, the first time that God really asks you to forgive the person, it's like the heart of big moment. And you're like, okay, well, that's like handing, because the word forgive, it actually has the word give in it. And so it's like you're giving something to these people or to, to this person or to God or whatever, whatever the situation may be. And so the first time he's like, he's like, he's like, hand me that gift F and you unwrap it and you like giving the gift F. But then it's like, you know, a month goes by and you're still feeling it. And he's like, okay, now he's like, now to offer to give the gift O, you know what I'm saying? And now it feels a little bit easier. Now you can go mm-hmm. a little bit longer without dealing with it. But you know, Six months goes by, and there he comes, and you're dealing with it. Now he's God's like, okay, now give the gift R, and you're giving the gift R. It's like forgiveness is over time. It's yeah. over a period. And then yeah. all of a sudden, a year goes by, and you're like, he's like, give the gift G, and then give the gift I, and then give the gift V. And then one day, you finally walk into the place where you can literally give the letter E, and you've given the whole word. You've given all of your heart. You've forgiven it all, you know, in a yeah. sense, and... Forgiveness doesn't necessarily take away the pain, and it doesn't take away the memories, but it takes all the darkness out of your heart. You don't have to carry it. And so I know that me and you and Haley and other people have walked through some things that that, um, the enemy has tried to use to to, um, target our faith. And and I love how this one's titled Persevering Faith, and I just thought you would be a good one to talk about persevering your faith through times of being wounded and times of, um, you know, being targeted by the devil and like you yeah. you know so well, i think like the the enemy will target us and i heard it put this way is that i think it was lou giglio that said it that he's trying to dip into the heart of god that mm. it's really not wow. about us but the that's devil's good. after god that's good because there's always that's a good. battle between light and dark mm. and so we're in the way yeah because yeah. god wants us but when when we're attacked or something like that i just thought that was such a beautiful picture and it kind of takes it helps you when you walk through it, knowing that you're kind of fighting. For, you're helping God when yeah. you do that. Yes. Like when you let go, because yeah. you're not allowing the yeah. devil to get at God. That's so good. You're you're bringing light into the world. It is. It's a battle. You know, we can make Christianity as complex as we want to, but it boils down to it's a battle between light and darkness. First of all, which side are you on? Which side are you going to fight on? And that's where we just, that's why the Bible actually says that when we put our faith in Jesus, that we are transferred from the, the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light, to the marvelous light. Yeah. And so when you choose to follow Jesus, you're stepping into the, to the team light, you know? And now Jesus teaches us how to walk in light and how to walk like him. And um, sometimes it can be tough, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and we carry sometimes that, that the old man with us, the darkness. We want right. to act like the other team. But Jesus is like, no, no, let's, let's bring light to this world. And that's what Jesus did. He came into the world and he brought light. He brought a light that just shines in, 
and it brings love to so many people. So is there anything else, Abby, that you can think of that you want to say, you want to talk about before we close this out tonight? Um, I don't think so. I mean, just, I don't know. I mean, to wrap it up, it, you know, just to have that faith and that perseverance, it just takes time. And I think yes. a lot of the time we want instantly because that's mm. the culture that we live in. We want everything to happen so instantly and so mm. quickly. But like, as you were explaining, like forgiveness, it reminded me of like a physical representation of when we're hurt, like mm. a physically, like if yeah. you have a physical illness or a physical cut or something, it takes time to heal. That's good. And spiritual wounds are the same way they take mm. time to heal and we want them to heal instantly because we want to feel better and we want to move on about our life yeah, because yeah. we feel like we're being left behind that's right and a lot of the times it's just we think everything's happening so fast mm -hmm. but to god it's happening so slow that's and, right that's right and we just have to learn to move at his pace no that's so good that's so good and i, I like that and you know I really feel like that here this year coming up 2024 is going to be a year where a lot of new things are birthed. And like I thought it was interesting that the first thing you talked about was Mary and um, birthing Jesus and how she had faith to birth um, something that was um, that she had to put her faith in that this is God really said this. Right. And so um, I think for you, I think for me, for for people out there. I believe we're stepping into a season where God's beginning to birth new things in the bride of Christ, a new wineskin, a new freshness on the scene. And so I want to encourage you out there, if you're like Mary and you heard God speak to you, but the people around, can you imagine all the public people yeah. around here finding out? You know, of course, she, everybody thought that, you know, she had committed adultery, you right. know, and, 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 you know, and even Joseph, her, 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 her uh, was fiance right. at the time, you know, betrothed to, to Mary. He had to battle all of these thoughts. And, and, and so I believe there's some things that are being birthed in, going to be birthed through people that God's spoken to you. And you just need some encouragement to hang on and to keep going with what God's told you. Well, here's your encouragement. Keep going. Let God speak to you and let him birth through you what he wants to birth through you and hang in there. And watch what God is going to do, because when God births something, it's amazing. It's 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 it's, and He will take care of it. And he will provide, and He will guide, and He will protect it. And so it does take some persevering faith to walk through things to to birth something for God. But I can promise you this: it'll all be worth it. And the angel was telling them that your son Mary is going to be one that comes on the scene. And, and helps the people of Israel and many more have forgiveness for their sins and have a way to God. And he was going to be the Messiah to come and take away the sin of the world. And so, you know what? God's doing some special things in you out there, in you, Abby. And, um, you know, I just wanted to speak to you. Just keep going. Keep persevering. You are a rock to a lot of people in your, with your faith. And, um, you know, never let your faith fail and keep going and keep inspiring, keep encouraging and, um, you know, keep praying about what God has for you. I believe there's some new things coming up yeah. for you in this new year. Um, and um, I just really feel like there's somebody out there tonight that um, you know that God's birthing something through you, but it's been really hard. It's been hard to hang on to. It's been hard to to really not miscarry what God has put inside of you because it's been hard. All the people that have been naysaying about what you're, what you're carrying, uh, people left you alone, 
Um, you, you've just had a lot of negative thoughts. The enemy's tried to come in and just mess with your mind. That there's no way possible that you can birth what God has put inside of you. I'm telling you right now, if you will hang on, God will birth it through you. All you've got to do is let Him be the vessel that conceives it through your intimate time with God and, 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 and let God birth that thing through you because the world needs what you're carrying. The world needs what you're carrying, Abby. And um, we're all carrying the seed of Jesus uh, to, to really stomp on the, the, the head of the enemy. And I believe that we're coming into a time where we're going to see God move in a way that we never have before. So thank you so much for being on the show tonight. Yes, and uh, please come back and hang out with me and Haley Absolutely. and Hope and do it again. <laughs> and um, you know what? I do want to end this tonight by praying and, um, and just asking um, the Lord to to bless this new year for all the BGTV family. But I want you to pray really quick first um, and just pray for the people out there that they can have a persevering faith through whatever they're going through right now in this moment. And after you pray, I'll pray and I'll, and I'll wrap it up. So why don't you go right. ahead and pray. Right. God, I just thank you for this time and this moment to bring um, back to the front of our mind to persevere this holiday season that we can get caught up in the hustle and bustle but to slow us down um, in this moment and to remember that persevering and to keep pushing through it takes time it takes a walk and we thank you that you are with us every step of the way we thank you that you are always there to protect us and to lead us and to guide us and even though when we don't understand or we don't I don't know it doesn't look the way that we think it's supposed to look we thank you that you're there and just that you're present and we don't have to fully understand that expectation just will let us down every time but God that we can trust you and know that you will never let us down so thank you for this holiday season thank you for this time and thank you for helping us to persevere father in the name of Jesus I just thank you for everything that Abby said tonight and um, all that you're doing in her life. I pray you continue to bless her life and her family's life. And God, I pray you would bless the ministry you put inside of her, whatever she's carrying for you. God, I pray that you would just continue to put your favor upon her and speak to her about what it is you're calling her to do in this moment, God. And Father, I just want to pray for everybody that's a part of BGTV, God, for all the faithful listeners, all of the prayer partners, all the financial partners, everybody that's a part of BGTV, God. I just want to pray a special blessing over every single person tonight, God, as we close up this year, God, and we take two weeks off to celebrate your birth and we step into a new year. God, I just pray that you would bless everybody here in this season, in this Christmas season, this holiday season, God, that you would bless them, that you would let their families grow closer together, that you would bless them all financially, most of all spiritually and in their relationship with you, God. And I pray that you would give us all just a revived spirit as we step into the new year in 2024. God, I pray that you would awaken us. I pray that you would awaken the bride of Christ to, to grow closer to you, God. And I just pray, Father, that this year would be a year where you come and that you begin to birth new things, God, on the scene where many people can be touched, changed. God, we can repent and prepare the bride for you to return. We love you, Jesus. We thank you for all you're doing through BGTV. And we pray that you begin to give us wisdom and strategy and um, 
to, of how to go forward with BGTV Studios, God. We pray that your hand would be on it. And we do all this in your name. And everybody said amen and amen. Thank you for being on here. And you guys, keep tuning in because it is going to be an unbelievable new year coming up in 2024. Like I said, BGTV Studios will be launched and there will be other people begin to do shows right here in this studio. And our hope is to have shows almost every night going on for you so that if you have nothing going on, you can watch or you can watch them later. We just want to help get the word of God out as much as we can. So stay tuned for all that. I'll be posting some more videos to show you what's coming up and when. But thank you so much for all that you guys have done for this year in 2023. But I believe that 2024 is going to be a year where God shows off so much more. And so I'm praying for you. Continue to pray for us and we'll see you right here back on the not, not the first i think it's going to be um i think let's see january 11th is they're going to be the first time we do a bgtv studios another guest another show so stay tuned for that i think january the 11th will be the next time that we go on live so hope you have a great christmas holiday and we will see you coming up in the new year